Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we come to the middle of the last week of Great Lent, we will hear in the hymnody on Friday about the end of the fast, which does not mean that we stop fasting, but is the end of the 40 days given to us by the Holy Fathers, in imitation, as we heard in the prayer just a few moments ago, of Moses and of many others throughout the history of the church and of Israel, the church before the new church, uh, that they gave themselves over to prayer and fasting to approach the name of God or God himself. We, as you've heard for the last two weeks or so, have heard of the pre-sanctified liturgy an extra litany because as we are preparing uh, for the great holy pascha this was also a time uh, of prayer and fasting but it's also a time of initiation we're all constantly being initiated into the mystery of our lord but it is for the catechumens and those who are preparing themselves for illumination as we did both of the litanies that they are preparing for themselves as we heard in the prayer, and let me just remind you of that prayer very quickly. This is usually not read aloud. Reveal, O Master, thy countenance to those who are preparing for holy illumination, who long to put away the pollution of sin, enlighten their understanding, establish them in the faith, strengthen them in hope, perfect them in love. Show them to be honorable members of thy Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for our souls. The longing and the revelation of the countenance or the face of God. This is what the entire effort, the entire desire of a Christian, especially an Orthodox Christian, and especially during this time of Great Lent, and we will have a special blessing in this next week, Holy Week, as we begin with, as if you read through the hymnody, if we had daily services, you would hear throughout this week all the things that are happening with Lazarus and with his sisters, how he's getting sick, how I believe tonight in the hymnody we talked about him being dead in the tomb, and then tomorrow and then the next day we would hear hymnody that's updating us basically about Lazarus because the church is preparing us to rejoice in the friend of God, Lazarus, who is going to be raised from the dead. And as we will sing on Saturday, will be a confirmation of the universal resurrection, that he is a life-giving God. And in this process, as we are preparing ourselves and fasting and praying, that we are also not just inward-directed, but that we, uh, in longing to see the countenance of God, have others in our midst who are joining alongside of us, who are joining that path that many of us maybe have been on since 40 days old or so, when we were first baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to be able to be introduced into the kingdom to begin that ascent up the mountain like Moses. But there are others of us who later in life or even now are discerning, praying, fasting with us, learning about the teachings 
of the Holy Scriptures, the teachings of especially our Lord, God, and Savior Jesus Christ, and then how the fathers have taught us to prepare ourselves to be able to see the face of God. We are a church that is inward focused as we find Christ within us, as our Lord tells us the kingdom is within us, but it is also that we encounter Christ and our brother and sister, brother and sister throughout the world, not just those who have been baptized and chrismated, but those whom our Lord suffered for, who loved and whose kingdom is for them as well. And that we have a special privilege, that we have a special weight for responsibility, for glory. And the Hebrew has, if you look at the word glory, there's a, it's weightiness that we have to share this precious pearl of the Orthodox faith and uh, the Orthodox tradition to bring alongside those to induct them into the body of Christ. And it is always invigorating. We're blessed here at St. Anne's to have inquirers on a pretty regular basis. Uh, not all Orthodox churches, even in this country, are blessed with having inquirers on a regular basis. They bring with them, and God has sent them to us, to grow us, uh, to not just grow us in the sense of numerically or financially. You know, it is that he brings gifts, that every new person who is sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit after having been baptized into Christ, their gifts that God gave to them in creating them, putting them on this earth, has now instilled the grace of the Holy Spirit to bring all those to fruition for the sake of his kingdom. And it is their preparation, uh, our responsibility to, towards them, teaching, guiding, helping uh, along the way. They also give so much in return to us. Uh, eyes that uh, don't maybe glaze, glaze over after we've done, you know, Lord have mercy times 40 times, because this is maybe the only third time they've ever heard that before. But for some of us, it's been years and years and years, and they bring and give so much to us. In the pre-sanctified liturgy, uh, there's this beautiful icon. It's done by a Romanian iconographer. And it has our Lord, and he has in his hand a chalice. And you can see out of his side, where it was pierced with a spear, you have a vine growing out of it, and you have uh, bunches of grapes growing on the ends of the vines. And some of those vines end up with saints, so there are saints around our Lord. But as we think of the Gospel of John, he is the true vine. But in his hand, he is also uh, crushing the grapes into the chalice, where he is preparing the Eucharistic uh, gifts. What we sing about, and that we have entered into that space uh, in a pre-sanctified liturgy that we heard uh, now the powers of heaven with us do invisibly serve. Lo, the king of glory enters. Lo, the mystical sacrifice is upborn fulfilled. We will have this Saturday morning two new brothers in Christ who will be united to the Orthodox Church, who will now be grafted on to that vine, who will be participating with us in that same Eucharistic wine that our Lord draws forth from his side and puts before us so that we can 
in a complete union with him, not just kind of a far imitation, but that we ourselves bring our sacrifices, we bring our attention, we bring our love, our faith in God the Father to sacrifice in like manner as our Lord, so that uh, as we say in the prayer of St. Basil at the consecration, that we, uh, in our own efforts and spilt blood, can be shed for the life of the world in imitation of our Lord, who actually gives that life. But we, as the kingdom, inducting new members in and continuing to pray and intercede for the world, uh, also shed our own blood, our own sweat, our own tears for the life of the world. May God enlighten us. May God bless the two uh, catechumens who are preparing themselves for illumination, that they may have the face of Christ revealed to them, and that we who uh, walk alongside them will now be able to join them in their walk from our Lord's triumphant entry to Jerusalem through to Golgotha, that we'll all stand there, that we'll stand beside the Theotokos and John and the other women at the cross, that we will have him buried within our own hearts and to have him rise again before us at the glorious Paschal celebration. For in him we give glory, honor, and worship to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.